Hey everyone, this is Thomas with my co-host Roy, and you're listening to the Retrospect and Throwback, or the RT Podcast. Join us as we take a look at and discuss all things pop culture, arts, music, and lifestyles alike from ancient times to recent times. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, lovely people of the world. Welcome to our podcast. This is RNT here with your hosts, uh, Roy and Thomas. Thomas, how are you today? We're doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Going through rough times after Valentine's. Oh, dang, Why? I don't know why that that rhymed but let's go with that wow did you plan that out that was so that was like so flawless no i did i did not i did not like creativity flows through me yo mask that was was very smooth i was like i wasn't expecting that i wasn't expecting that either (laughs) so so yeah so hopefully everyone's doing well Mm -hmm. um it's a it's been a while since we actually like recorded another one in case in case this comes out on a normal basis, but it's been about two weeks since the last time we made a recording. So yeah, and, and suddenly these these ones will be like flashbacks from our original RNT, and then that will be like from five years from now posting this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, like actually, that that is funny when you like when it gets into further things, you look back and then like we look at like what I'll look at like my old camera footage and be like, oh my uh-huh. god, I was using like my old webcam and stuff now. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So just in case, just to give you updates, we got uh, equipment, more equipment to to work with. Thomas got a camera and I got a microphone. And uh, funny enough, I don't have a, a, a proper camera. And, and, I don't, and I don't have a proper mic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have literally just using this thing right now. So it's like, yeah. and it was funny because it's not like we actually went out and bought this new stuff like just now we had it for like quite a while but we just <laughs> didn't figure out how to use it <laughs> yeah but back in the day when i bought my mic i didn't know how to even install it and that's actually just connecting it so pro tip if you don't know how to to work it just connect it and actually search online and instead of being like trying to be a pro without knowing like actually how to manage uh, yeah. the technology <laughs> Oh, for real, yeah. Because the thing, the thing is, the thing with um, the thing with this uh, the DSLR is that when I searched it up at first, a lot of people were saying like to get like a um, to get a mini HDMI and then mm-hmm. connect that to a capture card, and then once that capture card goes into like my PC, then you can convert that into um footage. And so like I actually, it was funny because I. Uh, I bought I bought all that equipment stuff first. Like it's actually it's actually like right here. Like I bought a mini HDMI, and I bought a capture card here too. And it's just want to try it out, see if it works. It does, but like the actual uh, the playback of the capture card was actually just way low, resolution was way lower than what it said. So I was like yeah. super bummed out. I was like, what the heck is this, right? Yeah the the idea of the capture card is basically if you're going to do higher editing wise and and you want to have like a backup of of what you're doing but uh, in in this case like you your computer can still do a great work so if people if you want to record like your own cameras like cameras nowadays are pretty great so like with what you have you you can advance quite well oh yeah and then like what i actually what i actually found out how to like just do this properly it turns out that um 
the uh, Canon actually had like uh, just software pre like that you can just install for like whichever uh, model you have, and then you can mm -hmm. enable that to be a webcam. And so now I can use this thing for like any of my uh, I can use this for any of the any any pro any software that requires like a live stream. So like it's perfect for Zoom calls and and uh, Google Meets and uh, Discord and all that stuff. And I was just like. It was, oh, that, pretty, it was, it was that simple. <laughs> that's pretty cool, dude. That's pretty yeah, it's cool. like, it was like, well, damn, I didn't even need to, I didn't even need to buy these other stuff. I just, <laughs> it was just, it, this, all I had to do was plug in the cord that came with the, with the yeah. box that came in. Yeah. Some, sometimes that's the issue. We, we believe that uh, we need all these things because uh, sometimes in media or, or even in our research, like they don't tell us like they, they say the pros like the professional or medium or intermediate uh, expertise they say oh you need all this stuff but they don't tell, they usually don't tell the beginners like hey you can start with this yeah and that's uh, the that's whole a, thing right it's very, yeah, it's, so, it's very misleading yeah it's very misleading even okay sure uh, like uh, i used to be part of kind of like part of the beard world i used to wear a beard back then <laughs> is that what it's called is that what's called the beard world no i call it myself the beard world but like uh there, there was a time 2015 to 2017 i guess mm -hmm. um that a lot of men mainly like in their 30s they're starting to grow their beards like very long i prefer like actually more high maintenance beard because you look sharp better yeah um but here's the thing a lot of the brands used to sell like uh, beer oil beer balm uh, beer shampoo beer soap like a bunch of things specializing for that yes they do help right they do yeah. help a lot and everything but to say the truth they sell it in a way that is the only way like they don't explain to you how actually you can work with it right i know it's a bit out of the topic but it's just an example how media sells like i remember back then 2017 they will say um already removed the beer like for like i guess a year now and i remember the advertisement say oh if you want to have a clean beard you need to actually have a beer shampoo a special shampoo actually you could use a regular shampoo and clean up like what, what you need to clean off on on the beard right 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 yeah no it's like it's it, it's like it's very much like there's a lot of unnecessary stuff that comes with it because that's just part of the, the marketing push right oh yeah 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 and and i i respect that and i understand like a lot of those brands they they want to push uh, a good lifestyle for the people that that have that same thing mm -hmm. goes with uh, going back to the camera world for you like they want the best for you Oh, a yeah. lot of them they want the best for you but in the same time there are some others they just want like they want the best for you but they also like want the best money that comes from you yeah it's like they think about they like they kind of think about you but they also want to like get their own stuff out of like covered first mm -hmm. i guess that's kind of the thing with like um what's the word they call i guess there's certain people for it but i think that's why i guess it's the thing about like st people like like um like door-to-door -door salesmen who have to like fill out a right, quota right. because if to get they have to get to get for them for i can't speak for like all of them but you know some mm -hmm. like most generally they would need to fill out a quota before they can actually get paid otherwise right Right, and, that's right, just kinda, yeah. and that's kind of the thing when you're related to a marketing they kind of got to push all of this out for it to really take effect and you know it's like 
it can be frowned upon, but I mean, like, it's just kind of that they just, they just kind of, and yeah, at the end of the day, they're just trying to do what they have to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing personal. It's like, I think I see people really get, I think I see people get really attacked a lot for like, you know, like, you know, pushing their stuff out all the time. And it's just like, you know, especially, especially when it comes to like, um, like uh youtubers or like influencers of sort because they always gotta say stuff like you know like this is sponsored by i can't say a sponsor because we're not actually sponsored yet but (laughs) (laughs) this is sponsored by my imagination my imagination it comes from my brain take it off (laughs) that's good that's good okay uh my imagination uh, you hear you hear that my imagination you you better get on that (laughs) yeah 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 Um, Uh, thomas imagination remember you need to pay us first before we can talk for you (laughs) (laughs) and if you use the code rt you get 10 percent off (laughs) get 10 percent of of the of the listening you are hearing i mean that's that's literally what it sounds like, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's, and, a, that's actually like what it is is sponsorship. Like we talk that way. Oh well, yeah, I know. People talk that way. I I, I think uh, I don't know. I would like to in the future if we ever get a sponsor, uh, a different way to 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 show them to to say, hey, these people are sponsors without doing the traditional. A voiceover of a sponsoring them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's like mm-hmm. the th- <coughs> sorry. That's the thing I noticed about like certain YouTubers who have certain like sponsorship deals. Like some 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 companies that they work with, you know, they're just doing it for the mm-hmm. for the sake of. Sorry, one second. Um, they just do it for the sake of having a have like a paycheck and stuff, right? And then other people, right. on the other hand, um actually like the company that they want to work with and so like you can tell that they're so much more um passionate about the person people they're working with because they'll even Mm -hmm. say something like you know like i've been a big fan of them even before i got sponsored and i was super excited to tell you guys that i finally got that chance it's like it's very apparent you can tell who worked for the sponsorship and who was offered it you know right right and like what's it i think to go back to like what i was saying earlier it's like i mean like it sounded like we were kind of mocking it but it's just like it's just that's just kind of what they have to do you know because you know <laughs> when, when they get that that's just part of their commission this is just like they have to work for they that's that's literally what they're trying to do they're just trying to they're just trying to live you know <laughs> yeah like and that's the reality of the world we whether we like it or not each time that we say hey, I do this as my profession, or even if you're someone who is uh, working at the bank or at the grocery store, picking up like, well, I don't know if that type of service exists anymore, but but like uh, I remember when I was a kid, there were people that will just like uh, pack the food for you and at the end of the, um, I forgot, at the end of the cashier. They will have actually specifically people behind that area packing for you everything and then they give you the bags and they are full right yeah I, I don't see that often anymore but like even if you say to yourself hey i work at uh, this um this uh, shopping center and i pack the the groceries that's actually branding that's actually advertisement right there oh yeah because you're basically you're just telling them like what you're doing for mm-hmm. that could be of service to them and then 
it's, yeah, it's, so, fun, it's it's funny because like you're you could be advertising without even like actually advertising right without just, even knowing your advertisement and you could be the best person packing groceries and suddenly i don't know you go to the guinness world record yeah it's uh, it's it's super funny sometimes it's, it's mm-hmm. funny that like just doing your own just doing your job can be seen as advertising in, in its own right. sense right because right, you literally just true. yeah because you're literally just like it's it's almost like no different from like a portfolio it's just more of a, a like a physical one they see what you're doing they see the work that you're doing so it's just like if you really think about it that way then it's just like i mean everyone has everyone has everyone's basically advertising themselves right that's 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 what that's when a resume can only explain so much that's when you doing the job actually shows you shows what you what you can do right <laughs> Right, right, and um, and now talking about work, uh, we were last time. Well, depends on the order that we're posting all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last time we were talking about music and talking about the works of people, and now that uh, we're viewing here, and if this is uploaded online, then uh, Thomas, right behind you, you have an artwork about two great uh great duo yes uh, I a do. great duo and let's talk about a little bit more about them and their work yes daft punk daft punk if i can yeah. move it so thomas hey, you're a big fan of them like, oh. like i am but you know more more details than than i um, uh, i guess i guess sort of sort of not really i just i like i kind of just i just really like enjoy their whole philosophy yeah because yeah. i like you know they've been they've been around for like nearly 30 years and that's just in, super impressive to 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 hear from like you know like a, an electro, electronic dance like a well, i guess like an electronic music group mm-hmm. you know, so it was really shocking when i found out that they broke up but then like you know, I was just wondering, like, at first I was wondering, like, what happened? Did something bad happen to them and stuff? But then, like, when he kind of thought about it, um, I think it was it, when they posted their epilogue on mm-hmm. their YouTube. And it was a reason, there's a reason for that. It's like, it's called epilogue because it's not, there's nothing bad happened. It was just more like, this is the end of their, of their, this, this story. Mm-hmm. The, the story of the two DJs in that in an accident became uh cyborgs or robots yeah and they continue their adventure throughout music and all the stuff and now it ends and one of the i think in the video uh, one of the musicians actually uh, or one of the robots actually walks off right yeah, 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 like one side ends and if you analyze it here like one side actually ended but there is someone else who's walking off and it, it doesn't really mean it's the end of the story, but it's just like you said, that particular story, maybe they have actually other projects they want to do because there yeah. have been so many years as uh, as Daft Punk. Maybe yeah. they want to do other projects too. It's it's hard to say because there's only there's so little we go off of, but like mm-hmm. I guess some people were theorizing that they've been, you know, the fact that they've been doing this for 30 years, like they're pretty I'm not gonna say really old, but they're pretty like in a in a good age now, where they're like very much comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know I know both I know both Thomas and Giman have like a family now. They have a wife and kids, so I mean, like, and being in like 
more more so than anything like with all the stuff that they've been doing they're pretty much set for life now oh yeah and, and one thing to admire about them is that uh from the start they did it from their rules oh yeah absolutely yeah. i loved i loved that the most i love that they always just went by what they wanted to do and nothing and not by what and not kind of what others conform so it's just like they they really just had control of their their whole career yeah. before them and i thought that was super admirable because that's like in like i guess in general like um media sense that's not mm-hmm. a lot of people like most of them just go into like a i guess a sort of like a uh what's all like i guess like a producer or like a studio and stuff and then from there they just like something's just shift or not but yeah, then when- it doesn't feel like they're really controlling who they are right? yeah that's true two two stories actually two now that i remember there are two stories about them mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to tell them like try to tell the short version but remember when they i don't know if everyone remembers when um random access memories came out around yeah. those times uh, i think that was their last album yeah that was uh, um that was 20 2014 2013 2013 or 14 yeah oh my god that was that's like seven years ago <laughs> that was their yeah. most recent one that's the most recent one and and i don't think they had like a lot of albums they actually had a few albums they had uh yeah i think they only had a few albums they didn't have like huge numbers despite uh, of um of being so many years right yeah uh, but but i remember one interview like after they the people revealed like what happened they they had after i think maybe like five or seven years of not being on stage um one of those uh festivals uh, edm festivals yeah asked them to be there and they say okay well this is the amount of money that we want and uh we want to do our own thing and you're and we're going to hire our own people and no one's gonna know about it and we're gonna do it in secret so like basically even the managers of the festival didn't know what was going on and right. and when they actually return with their latest like um, outfits with the mask without the led lights they they were a whole surprise for everyone they didn't expect the pyramid to open up or anything like that yeah right that was such a that was yeah, such so, a surprise when that came. It was, it was, yeah, and, and, and it's so cool because, um, at least for me, I don't know if you think, but I believe they they created, a, they revived a genre, and they also created a genre. Yes, absolutely. I was I was definitely going to think, like, they basically, like, re, yeah, they, they, they kind of set, like, the... I don't know if it's standard, I, I, maybe not standards, but they kind of, they set the ground base for like electronic, like EDM music. Mm-hmm. And then like everything, a lot of, you know, artists who are like big now, like, you know, a lot of them say that there's inspiration or, or rooted came from Daft Punk. And it was just like, it's incredible to see how much of a like legacy that these, you know, these two came across and where they like, what they've basically created because of that. And then, like, you know, besides that, there's always some, there's something just super charming about them. I think just besides that, like, I love, I love the the fact that they have, like, their personas are that of robots. I just thought that was such a neat 
way to portray themselves because I think in an interview they said it was never about them. It was always about the music. Yeah, and and that that's something I love about uh, a lot of artists. Besides them, like uh, a lot of them went for the music, and they said we don't care like about my image. I care like I do it for the music. They, there is a bunch of them. Uh, I think uh, Dead Mouse and like Marshmallow. Marshmallow, yes. They they follow the same route. Uh, well, Dead Mouse has his own right. Yeah, like. He's his own story. I think Marshmallow kind of follows um, a bit of Dead Mouse and and Daft Punk mm-hmm. at times, uh, but other artists even that they show their faces. I think um, okay, MJ Michael Jackson, yeah. right? He did it for the music, even though his life and all the stuff were like not so well. Yeah, maybe they were great. I don't know, um, but I know he did it for the music. And if you see interviews, they actually, a lot of the producers say, uh, they say, no, I only put the plugins and put the instruments, but the whole thing was made by Michael Jackson, right? And then they will say Michael Jackson created everything from melody, lyrics, and everything like that. You also have uh, Prince, uh, Elton John, maybe yeah. maybe Elton John, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who, who else is like that? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I guess Kiss, uh, Kiss kind of did something like that too. Kiss, yeah, Kiss. They went their own way. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like if you sort of think about it in the sense, it's less it's less so much about. I guess like has well, I mean just I guess if we're going back to Daft Punk, it's not it was not so much about their image, but it's more like. The only it is about an image, but like the way the helmets are portrayed now is basically mm-hmm. a sort of, it's it's kind of like a sort of portrayal per se right and, and if you put it one way uh, they did a great job because it's actually timeless yeah they are robots so basically do you will always think them like uh, as a machine making music right mm-hmm. and and no matter in the future or now even though back in your mind you know they are humans you will always think about the the robots making the music yeah and that's, and that's and, the and you can be a hundred years old and you still think, oh, that's music that I listened to. First, when I heard Daft Punk, I thought that was music that I listened when I was a kid and music that my parents listened to when they were young. <laughs> that's the best thing about it. It was just like, it It just, it is timeless It because it's so like disassociated with like a human sort of thing that it's just like, mm-hmm. It can this can fit for anybody and i really like the charm of that because it's just it's just an open demographic and i really thought that's really cool because i'll have moments where like i can get along with like older people about that and then i'll also know about these you know younger people who may not know as much but they know of it and it's like the fact that awareness like goes all around is such an impressive feat and i think that's just like really fascinating that they are able to like do that from basically just from like from something just as simple as hiding their faces. Well, I mean, not simple, but like just like they just had. They yeah, just you, never you, did. You, you, you let the music speak. Yes, and that's it. And and a lot of things is like that. Uh, you go to Picasso, sure, uh, not Picasso. Uh, Salvador Dali, uh, sure, the guy was uh, eccentric and all the stuff. But if you take him out, the the art that he made spoke by by itself 
So the same thing goes with Daft Punk. You let the music speak by itself, and 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 then you will get what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. great. It's 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 really fascinating. So I think it's just like, uh, I think all that's said is just like you know uh, Daft Punk. They had a really good run. This is like a good way to end it. You know, it's it's forever great. And like, it just that, that totally just reminded me of the fact that I still have a. Uh, helmets of uh thomas bangleter sitting in the basement somewhere and it's like wow i really oh yeah you, did you make a cosplay about that i i it was it was a long it was quite it was actually quite a while ago it was back in it was back in like 2014 like when uh mm -hmm. random access memories was just like released and like i had the idea for the longest like that for that moment i was just like i really want a daft punk helmet nice and so like i had one i i, I purchased like a base cast of it but like I never got around to like getting it painted chrome and like adding a visor or everything onto it because it's it's so damn expensive. <laughs> I bet it is. Ima yeah, imagine no. imagine the LED. Yeah, one, like... LED on top of that is insane. Like, okay, so I, I guess to put it into perspective, the base helmet of like of just the casting alone, like without all the extra features, mm -hmm. that thing by itself is three hundred dollars. What, Dios Santo. <laughs> seriously yeah i'm serious it's this thing is like it was basically die casted and into from a mold so it's like it's, it's really super sturdy it's so it's like it's like it's a legitimate helmet oh wow so it's like there and then like and then when you have to really factor in stuff like chroming it i don't i have no idea how much chroming is it could go from i don't know it maybe ranges in like hundreds or something the visor itself needs to be like a i don't know like like a uh a customized like thermoplastic and then mm -hmm. tinted that and then leds i mean that's that's just engineered fully on its own so like <clears throat> when you put those all together usually i'll look on like etsy or ebay and like it like a fully functional like thomas or guy manuel helmet can go from like like maybe like maybe generously cheap as like 500 to as high as like 1200 dollars. Mm -hmm. wow because there's work put into that right and that's just yeah, like it's, it's really like impressive to like see all that put together and you know you know my my broke college ass was just like i just want to <laughs> i just want to have this painted silver i want i just want this to cover you know i think i like i think that was the reason i like the random access memories they didn't add all the leds and everything <laughs> they had the helmet they had a really shiny suit mm -hmm. and then they were good to go <laughs> Yeah, and, and and actually that I think going that way that um, the LEDs made it uh, that type of uh, futuristic uh, old style like you know like back from the TV shows from the eighties like Flash Gordon or um, now I'm talking like an old person I like the <laughs> retro stuff uh, Flash Gordon or He-Man like those type of that type of era like yeah. they, a lot of the times like G.I. Joe like sure they had people but like they had like like a machine a machine gun from the back like <laughs> and that was like pretty wild back then so it's like retro futuristic with the LEDs and yeah and, and he had that style from disco but a disco vibe but random access memories they just went to the base and and um i forgot the name of the guy in uh lose yourself to dance and uh like the the, the, the one that were featured with him yeah the, the guitarist uh, uh, roger 
Nile, Ro- Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers is actually a legitimate guy from the era of funk music. Yeah. So they actually got people from the era to play in a modern time, and so that's why it felt so, so like something like uh, you already listened to. Yeah. But it's like somewhere like as you said, random access memories, kind of like random songs that are hidden and no one knew about it and now they're like picking them up and putting in in albums oh absolutely and i think that was really cool too because they had a lot of different like you know like people put into this album like pharrell williams basically represents the more modern area right like younger people will understand it and i think he had one i don't know if it's in their album but i know they had it in one of their their rehearsal live shows they had it they did get lucky and then they got stevie wonder in there too and i was like that's really incredible to right. hear. That's good. and then like and you know actually I, I just i just thought about this just now like when you said random access of memories it's like it's funny because there's like there's a double meaning to that you know like there's like that philosophical philosophical aspect of like putting random people together but like i i noticed in this album is that a few of their songs are actually named like name uh their names are based on computer parts mm-hmm. yeah, so like yeah. random access memories that's that's ram that is like the you're like the cpu basically more or less so it's kind of like the mother it's like the whole the, the thing that holds it all together and mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool because they had another song uh, it was called like motherboard and you know, motherboard, that's kind of like that's uh, like the brain of it and i just yeah, thought like yeah. there's there really also the what's called game of love like you can relate it to that video game like in in the in the back in the eighties or disco time, uh, or early EDM era, or pre EDM yeah. era, uh, like there used to be these games. There were like games of like love, like oh you find your love life, uh, or you find the 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 one, right? Like game of love or uh, instant crush. Yeah, instant crush was really that, nice. that that one has a great mean double meaning like crush as like you like someone, but also instant crush as like the, a computer product got crushed, got damaged. Right, it's and, really cool. Yeah, and and in the song they even they even mention it, like, uh, hey, this is going on in, uh, uh, this is going. I'm doing this for you, but now do this for me and realize that I'm suffering. So like there is that double meaning and it's great it's, it's just great it's just yeah great. it's great hey what's actually um what's actually your favorite like death punk song then mm, my favorite one instant crush it's a really great one for me mm-hmm. uh again uh have a because of uh, my family and all in latin america there was a big influence of rock music until like uh, well i guess um, the Americas in general, right? But rock music in uh, in Latin America came in later than in um, than in United States and Canada. So they came in way later. Uh, so I got a lot of influence on that side. So Instant Crush, it has the big combination. You feel that is uh, a ballad. I feel like it's a ballad. So I, I love that soft part uh, i like that is a bit electronic but also you feel like the the solo there is a guitar in there i think or maybe oh, it's yeah. a guitar um, i'm not really sure i don't remember too well but i, I, I know what you mean uh, and there is that one 
But the second one that I definitely love is uh, Harder, Better, Stronger. That, that, one. that, that one's a classic, dude. I yeah, love. but the, the one thing I love is I bet, I don't know how they made it, but I bet the voice, they just recorded those words, right? Only yeah. once. Yeah. And then they just repeated them over. And then in the in the famous part, they, they where you think they are singing is actually just those the same words copied and pasted and they changed the pH in other tune and that's oh, it. yeah and i think that's genius like they they kind of show that sometimes for a great song they they don't really need a lot of content mm-hmm. i think that's really cool because like it shows how little like how much you can work with so little mm-hmm. and i think that basically was like that's it was very ahead of their time like too because i think like that's essentially that's like auto-tuning the voice oh yeah there there was auto-tuning i think uh, that was like a bit after like Cher got her first time doing auto-tuning yeah yeah no wow when you really think about it they were really ahead of their time it was crazy i loved it oh yeah and they still are like uh, with uh, the weekend when they did the weekend um starboy starboy or I, i i feel coming I feel it coming for me. Uh, that hit the heart because I, I, I used to, I am still a big fan of Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. And uh, you hear um, the weekend singing like Michael Jackson, that style of Michael Jackson, and then you hear Daft Punk putting the music. Like for me, I don't know how it is or what their thoughts are, but for me, it was like uh, what they call it, not an anthem, a, a tribute to Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. And and I heard Michael Jackson singing. I didn't hear the weekend. I just heard Michael Jackson. I was like back then he was like if Michael Jackson made a music more modern, this will be it. Like this will be the song. Yeah, I totally get you. Sometimes I totally forget that I sometimes I forget that the weekend has such an impressive voice. I it, it can switch like that. Yeah. It's it's really crazy. I know there's a lot of like a lot of artists I see a lot can like just tribute Michael Jackson in so many different ways too. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one big example. And then another one who I know was like a really big, it's who was really inspired by Michael Jackson was um, uh, Jason Derulo. Jason, actually, oh, that name. <laughs> I haven't heard it in so long. Yeah. Jason Derulo. Wow. He's still doing, he's still doing pretty well. But like, I remember one of his interviews, he said like, the, the reason why he started like dancing and stuff so much was because of like MJ. Mm-hmm. And I think he did. He also did do like a tribute song to Michael Jackson like two years ago. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was called. Um, it was called "Shut Up and Yeah." yeah I think it was called like "Shut Up and Dance." <laughs> Shut up and dance. <laughs> yeah. No. Here's the th- the thing was that like he partnered up with, um, what was it? He partnered up with lazing and nct127 both both are basically like well one of them is basically like his in, an independent person but he was part of a, a k-pop group and an nct mm-hmm. is well it is a subdivision of a, of a another k-pop group and i just thought that was really interesting because then like the music video portrayed a mm-hmm. lot of like you know like uh latino dancing a lot of african like style dancing and then like you know then you know there's these group of asians and i thought like it's really cool that there's such a multicultural way in this recording all like all rooting to mj and i thought like right oh, there's something super clever about that see uh, I, I, 
unfortunately, I guess I haven't seen that video. I have to see it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but from what you're talking about, um, that sounds way a lot like the the music video Black and White. Yes. And that's... in Black and White, uh, Michael Jackson had people from different ethnicities. I, I remember. I think that he had an in- Indian person in there, African, and Native American, and from other places. Right. And Michael Jackson was a lot about like his later years were a lot about helping humanity more. So like they have they don't care about us. He's in he's in Brazil and and so on and so forth. So I I think that that was a good homage. Homage. That's the word. Homage. 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 Yeah. Homage. Potato. Tomato. No potato, potato, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Ham age. Ham age. <laughs> Your ham is kind of old. <laughs> oh, that hurt. <laughs> to let you That's, know, you're not, you're, you're, you're not as, you're not like, I'm not that old. You're like near my age, by the way. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me explain. Ham is supposed to be aged. That's how it gets cured. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I'll take it as a compliment. Then. <laughs> you're like ham (laughs) like i'm i'm like ham the older i get the better (laughs) inject yourself with maple and then people will love you uh that that just no no that just didn't sound right (laughs) dude i don't know what you're suggesting but that didn't i'm just saying ham is really good i just had it i just suddenly kept thinking about ham now um ham ham and bacon strips uh let's not do that oh god don't do this right now (laughs) (laughs) oh you remember that okay okay now you know what you're talking about (laughs) that tv was it tv no that was youtube channel it was a it was another youtube i think it was uh epic meal time oh that was good stuff <laughs> my cousin used to hate that because oh, I would like... imitate exactly the voice of the of the guy, <laughs> <laughs> and she would say no, please no. And she was vegetarian. I, oh, that's funny, f- funny enough, I'm more like closer to be vegetarian than like omnivore. <laughs> like, nowadays. Um, I think it's it was something about I think it was something about the the food, but it's like it never it never I never wanted to like go to that point of um wanting to eat something like that crazy but it's just i just like the process of how they did it for a bunch of guys that don't know how to cook <laughs> yeah, i think i thought were, that was just i thought there was they were really, doing like uh a halloween present or something like that i, I think I, I think so yeah but like i like that their whole premise was that they were just kind of like winging this like with the stuff that they actually make and (laughs) then they go along and then when they see it like comes out it's like wow this is insane that like a bunch of like non-chefs actually did this yeah non-chefs did that yeah and yeah and tying it up again with Daft Punk like yeah again those are people that did uh what they wanted to do yeah and they got followers like uh, and I think we have said it before or if you're if it's the first time you're listening um i have mentioned once like if you're doing something just follow it and uh, and do it well if you want to be a specialized in one area do it and be the best at it because like even in youtube even in tiktok there are people that only do one thing 
And even if we criticize and we say, oh, that's stupid, like, hey, if they're winning money, they're maybe they're doing something right. So if you believe that a product, service, or entertainment is the best thing for you, like, try to follow it and see if it works for you. And if it works, hey, tag us and say, hey, Roy said it. Like, Roy inspired me, you know? Like, <laughs> You just want you just you just want to be like you just want when when it comes you just want to be like I told you <laughs> that was like, me that was me <laughs> I said it thanks to me you are having fame <laughs> um but yeah like a lot of people even YouTube I already mentioned uh, there are people in YouTube that do the open box thing yeah they open products and that's it uh, out of that came the toys reviews. Um, even way before there are people that just say, hey, guys, today we're eating this. And they serve the plate and they just start eating. And that's... Oh, it. yeah. Like, and and, and people like, watch that. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that. It was like, it's very niche, but it's simple. And there was people who was into, like, who wanted to watch that. So it's, it's like, you know, the if, if you do the content because you like it, then yeah, you know, most people, yeah. most, most of the time you don't, you may not always get the results you want, but it's still what you want, what you do. So it's like when you see people who branch out into mm -hmm. other things, it's never, it's never, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, you know, they're pursuing growth. Yeah. And there, there are two things we have to think about with going that way. Um, first, uh, and, I, and they say one of the, there is, um, a couple from uh, what country was it? Was it either from Mexico or or uh, United States? Uh, I met them. They work in the t television industry. Yeah. And I remember back then they gave me the best advice. Like you have to either follow two things: follow your heart or passion, or follow the money. Right. If you follow the money, maybe you, you will get what you want. Maybe you will feel empty, something like that. Right. Some people are satisfied with just the money and they go with the fame really fast. If they go with the money, they will go to the top really fast. Yeah. If you go with your heart, with your passion, because it's something you really want to do, maybe the process will be slow, but it will be more permanent. Yeah. Right. No, and, totally. if you, and if you do it with the money, you have to keep up with trend. But yeah. if you do it with your heart, you don't really have to keep up with them. Sure, you need to update every now and then. But if you do it with your heart, you will be there. Like whoever is your biggest inspiration and who have been there like many generations. Like Jim Carrey, he said he wanted to be a comedian. He's a comedian and he's still good at it. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey is great. I, yeah. I remember Sonic. Oh, yeah, I dude, I, I loved, I loved how he did in Sonic. He he did such a good job with like being a, a Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, yeah. The 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 part where he he had he entered to the zone, like he put the headphones and entered yeah. to the zone, <laughs> and I was scary. like, eh, eh. funny enough, I was the only one in the theater that screamed like yes like i screamed like that because literally that represented me when whenever i am alone in my desk doing either homework well not homework anymore back in university homework or work like uh, when i'm doing my freelance work um my individual work or projects 
I put music on and that's basically me, <laughs> like how how he goes in in the in the zone. I start dancing and do whatever, right? Yeah, you know what? It's like it's it's really it's not. It, I bet it's not even just you. I bet a lot of pe- a lot of people. I I do that too. I I just like jam out anyways. It's it's literally like a productive kind of mood setting that he actually yeah. portrays. And I just saw that, and it's just like this is a good scene. It really speaks to people well. And yeah, also, yeah. also <laughs> aside from that, it's just it's just Jim Carrey being being Jim being Carrey him. being him. Like, and that's the best part. Like he expressed himself and did what he wants. And I, I think I think there are also a lot of scenes where he actually improvised. He didn't even use the script, mm-hmm. and it went very well. Like, and so when he he was dancing with the jamming with the music, like I said, yes, finally someone who knows how to portray me. Like people just looked at me like, ah, oh, like what? <laughs> so, yeah, of course they don't because they don't know how to portray you. <laughs> and I was like. Like, yeah, like people look at me and like, yeah, don't get jealous. <laughs> I was like, hey, don't get jealous. <laughs> it's like, you, you don't understand, right? Like, this is, this is, this is, this is like, this is the me moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, God. It's, 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 it's great. That was, that was such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, you know, I like the whole thing about that, the Sonic movie is that like, it was so funny because when it started off, people were expecting this thing to fail really bad. Oh, yeah, the the bad Sonic uh, animation. Yeah, well, like, I think the way it is, it was even even before that, like, I think because it had a lot to do with, like, video games being portrayed as movies. Like, usually, yeah. usually they never turn out well. Oh yeah, it already has a, a bad rap. Yeah, they, they it's already been long established that video game movies always had such a bad rap because it just does not mm-hmm. like it doesn't really resent like replicate or resemble how the a game yeah. the game should be and like the only two movies that have actually done a really good job showing like making this movie based on this game was detective pikachu and sonic that's true that's true but but i think detective pikachu was after sonic uh, before it came before actually i before oh, yeah okay. yeah i think it came okay. just a year before no mm-hmm. a year or yeah roughly a year or so okay okay yeah but those those are the exceptions but here's the biggest problem i see or criticizing in, in that is the thing is they cannot really copy the video games yeah it's it's like it's hard because- to it's kind of hard to like you know yeah, first of all, first, first of all, like a video game, you're engaged in that. So how can you engage in something that you're seeing? Unless you're like someone who likes uh, watching gameplays, then you're quite used to that, right? Yeah. Um, first of all, is that. Second of all, if you're creating a story, like uh, the qu- biggest question is, how can I make the same story without repeating everything? Because the people already know. So fans of horror games, if they if they use um, Silent Hill, which apparently was very bad, um, I saw it. There were a lot of scenes that were way too grotesque for me to see. Fan, some fans of Silent Hill, they say it was pretty good. Others say they were pretty bad. So it's split up. But like, how could you take a video game and put it into a movie? Yeah. without repeating the same thing that's the biggest difficult thing yeah if uh, if you go and there were other times like early 2000s or 90s 
It was actually the opposite. They will make a movie, and, and then, then the video, video game. game. And then yeah. a lot of people would cheat because they will have to watch the movie to know where to pass in the video game. Yeah. <laughs> and it, well, I mean, I think like the thing about that is that it was also very much part of like a marketing push is that like there's always a licensed game that comes with the movie in order to prom it's like promote the movie so it was very much like the video game was more as a marketing tool for this marketing whereas tool. like where you know once that age died out it's just still question still remains like how do you make a game like a like a movie based on a game right. and the thing the thing about um the thing about that is that of course it's hard to you know <laughs> make it in a sense where it's like you're in the game because that's hard to, you can't really do that in a movie that's pre preset with like all these people that you're not engaged in sure like the main character is but then there's less of a sense of you are him it's just more like he is doing his own thing you're just watching mm -hmm. it so i think yeah. the thing about detective pikachu and um uh, sonic was that what they did was that they didn't they, uh, they actually didn't well, like Detective Pikachu was actually based on like the actual Detective Pikachu game, but that one on its own was already like a different thing from like the Pokemon like genre <laughs> as a whole. So like the way that they meant that it was it was already meant to be like a story in a in a sense of its own, <laughs> whereas Sonic was a completely original story. So like right, they, 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 they they give a different point of view. They didn't try to actually repeat the, no. the story that we know. No, they don't. And, they they didn't make the they didn't make it based on like you know the first Sonic the Hedgehog. It's it's literally its own thing, and I think that's what people are kind of. I think it's the thing that's what like maybe like movie produce like you know like uh, Hollywood kind of forgets. It's like you shouldn't make this game like the you shouldn't make the movie like the game, but make the movie. The movie, but you know you can still bring the game elements, but don't make it like the game. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, like uh, I don't know, and uh, different ones that were, I guess, flops too. Like they say, uh, Doom, Doom movie. Oh yeah, I've completely forgot about Doom actually. <laughs> like recently, I was watching a gameplay for like Doom Eternal. Yeah. Which I, I, I liked the first uh, Doom twenty sixteen. But Doom Eternal, like, uh, because it was repeating again the kills and all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, already saw this. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see it. Um, so I did remember, like, just recently, I remember Doom movie. Yeah. Uh, with Dwayne Rock Johnson. Actually, I think they're doing a TV series or a movie about him. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool, right? On um, on that, and uh, there was what else was it? Prince of Persia. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh, another uh, similar to that. Another similar to that. Assassin's Creed. That one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh man! Wow. When I really thought about all those movies, it really. Yeah, and it really wow. And to say the truth, well, also Power Rangers. <laughs> Power I mean, like, well, Power Rangers, it's not a game, right? It's just, it's, yeah, it's a it's TV its show. Yeah. They, they actually had it, I believe they had it right, but I think they rushed it. They rushed something. Like, there was something that didn't work because, yeah. because if, if I see in the point of view of the effects, yeah, effects wise, I loved it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go against it, but there was something that didn't work. 
yeah. in there. I think maybe that was the plot, a weak plot. Um, I think so. Yeah, because way before, like, Sabin uh, sued uh, a company because they made a fan-made Power Rangers. And actually, a lot of people had the high expectations because that fan-made was very well done. Oh, yeah. It was more adult theme. It was yeah. more set to the ground, like, more violence and and when they wanted to do a new live action, they had the option. Okay, are is this for kids, or is this for adults? Mm-hmm. And and they said, of course, PG thirteen, right? Yeah. But they they kind of like missed the the point. It could have been a great Power Rangers kids movie. Yeah. With great effects, if they wanted to, or it could have been like an adult movie, a bit more serious. I would have enjoyed the more serious one. Like yeah, no, because like I remember that one. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. It was just like it was such a different take on like how Power Rangers is normally viewed at that. The, that the fact that it's in such a more serious adult manner is such a, re- a refreshing way to look at it, and it makes it all the more like, um, what what what, what do you would say? Not not original, but more like uh, um, a different take. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Just like a different take on it. And, you know, it's a fan made thing too. So they understood that. And I just thought mm-hmm. that was such a really cool thing that, like, yeah, uh, like a fan, the, a fan's way of looking at mm-hmm. a show, like a kid's show, is like and, was such and, and a they, nice way. And, and they actually have something quite right. Okay, sure. The kids' movie, the kids' TV series, sure, yeah. they do the sparks and all of stuff. Yeah. But if you actually put your mind and put it into logic, yeah those enemies or the minions of the evil people, they are monsters. Like they are actually monsters, scary things. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you put the original Mighty Morphin, uh, the, the main villain, if you look at him, he has a red visor, a metal thing. Uh, Lord Zed. Lord Zed. Lord yeah. Zed, he's basically a Zed. body of flesh. Yeah, it's 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 it was. There's always something disturbing about it, right? Yeah. So so if you you like nowadays people say, well, it's it's the costume. Maybe it's some red alien or something like that. Okay, sure, right. But if you actually think about it, it's actually a body of flesh with a visor on. <laughs> and and if you put the auto thing right there and you think about it, it's actually serious. You're talking about a, a type of uh, disturbed mind who wants to rule the world and who has the ability to actually rule the world and then you put apparently these angsty teenagers <laughs> why they had to be teenagers i have no idea maybe they were the the easiest ones to influence i don't know right yeah i i, I forgot the reason behind it but i think it had something yeah. to do with like um oh my god what was it i think it has something to do with like their emotions being like the source of like uh, altering on like the strengths or something yeah something like that but uh, besides the racist and stereotypes they had there, right? <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but oh, like, oh no, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I, I remember, like, I remember when I was a kid back in the nineties, uh, back when the kids in the neighborhood they wanted to be the Red Ranger. I remember, like, not back then. I didn't see it as racist, but I remember some kids said, "No, if if you want to be the Red Ranger, you have to be this skin color." Oh my gosh! And and because I uh, and and because I didn't fit in my skin color is neither like 
like very dark nor like or like light skin like i couldn't fit anywhere <laughs> yeah it's like there's no there was like i don't i don't i don't want to get racist for the brief moment but like there's no brown ranger right? yeah like, well, well i think there uh, were there i don't <sighs> like in the money morphine maybe no no but i, I, but I, I think what, i think okay i think one of the series had like a sort of brown ranger mm-hmm. i think i so don't too. remember which one for the life of me because there's too many <laughs> i think what, what was it yeah i think there was one where the the actual team were one of those power rangers the actual team were only like the main team was only three people oh, oh, oh I, I i got it now i remember which one it was i remember which one it was it was called jungle fury oh it's okay, it started no. off with a team of three and then they had more people and i remember this because they had three additional <laughs> oh my members. god that jungle fury was so confusing they, they had two... three additional members they were all old they're all old dudes but the way that their ranger is set is that their spirits are actually like linked to that so it's not actually their bodies in the mm-hmm. they think it's their spirits and i think i remember there's like a teal one there's like a brown one and i think oh, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. gray yeah I, w- I was thinking about another one um but that one's a good one that's a good point um man i used to be a big fan of this since i used uh, to yeah, know all the I titles loved, i i loved i used to i i, to I got so I, I got so lost after wait wait actually uh where did like how far did you how far in did you watch like what 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 which which one made you like kind of like forget it for a while or like which one was like, like you were I think I to? went until uh I think there I think there wasn't one called Operation Overdrive. Oh my gosh. I love the theme song. Now I'm starting to remember. I love the theme song, but I will never be able to like watch all the episodes. So then I lost interest because I couldn't get all the episodes to watch and then from there like Yeah. Oh my god. I think like I think what the ones that I really got into, I got into Mighty Morphin like crazy. I was super invested oh, so, in Mighty Morphin. So were you asking which one I got into or like which or I guess, one? I guess it's like, you know, what the ones you remember or the ones you got into. Okay. The one, okay. I remember seeing Mighty Morphin. No, not Mighty Morphin. Yeah, Mighty Morphin when yeah. I was a kid. Vague yeah. memory. One that really scared me. And nowadays, not that my memory is returning <laughs> from those times. <laughs> I think it was in space. Power Rangers in space. There were like uh, these Power Rangers that were like supposed yeah, to yeah. be like deformed, all those stuff. Yes, yes, yes. I love actually, no, I loved Power Rangers in space. That was the other one I watched a lot. Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah, uh, it was like the, what's it? It's Psycho, Psycho Rangers. Psycho Rangers, yes. Yeah, I, they're like I, they, they're like aliens. They're like deformed versions of them. And I thought uh-huh. that was like the darkest thing that they came up with. Uh, and I was genuinely scared of that. Because right. it was such a it was such a different take, right? It's just like these are basically evil rangers I think that it, aren't really rangers. Uh-huh. I think that was the first time maybe I saw like the evil like enemies. Like I didn't see like you wouldn't I wouldn't see Batman and then like the evil version of Batman. I wouldn't see that. Like yeah. Um, but I think like I think the thing about the Psycho Rangers that was really interesting is because they were an actual threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like they were like. There was episodes where they actually like they got their they got their ass kicked. They got their asses kicked. 
Oh, I did. I, I don't remember that much. <laughs> no, like, okay, no, I, I, I loosely remember this because I was also like watching a lot of like YouTube videos on like recaps of like the series. The way mm-hmm. it went is that like, uh, oh, I guess spoilers to people who want to watch Power Rangers in space. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, but also it's fair. Like, uh, well, if you're part of the new generation, I think it's good if you watch it. Right? Yeah. I think, but I maybe maybe you will think it's very cheesy. But that yeah. was back then. That's the the style of back then, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the point I was getting to that is that they could never actually beat them. But like what they, they actually had to like be smart about it. So they actually had to like, I think it involved the Silver Ranger. The Silver Ranger actually lay out, lure out this plan where they have to lure each of them out individually and then take mm-hmm. them out all at once. And then it's like, and then like, you know, for, a sh- for like the thing that really amazed me about this, for a show that was basically like, you know, every episode is like a new monster they just beat him up end of the day next next monster you know first thing first is that these are reoccurring enemies they are powerful so mm-hmm. you know they can't beat them even if they try to and if there's like there actually had to be like strategy involved into this and like every right. those three things just made the made in space way more compelling that's the word compelling. It was just like it's such a different format to like how yeah, how it normal I, I, was. I think from there they actually started using. They're trying their best to actually put a story into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the the other ones, okay, sure, all of them have a story, like a broad story, but uh, I remember rewatching like the late nights. Uh, what is it called back to back? I remember like. In, <sighs> Like the late night is back to get back, hiding. Hopefully, my father doesn't hear this because he he will kill me. <laughs> oh, those are good times, man. <laughs> see, 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 everyone in younger generations, mainly. If you're listening to this, back in early 2000s and 90s, we didn't have like the phones. I remember having a cell phone. You needed to have a credit card. Oh my and, gosh. and this is something that my father told me. If you didn't have a credit card, you couldn't have a cell phone. And back then, well, cell phones were not, or smartphones. They weren't even smart yet. They were just phones. They were just regular cell phones, yeah. They, don't, they, had one, they just had the purpose of calling people you want. Yeah. I, actually, I remember the name in Spanish. Like, you had telefono, telephone, right? Um, and in Spanish, the, not, the one for the small device was... Uh, um, Telefono portable celular. Oh, wow, so, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, like if you put it in English, ce- uh, cell- portable cellular ce- uh, telephone. Oh, portable and cellular, huh? <laughs> portable, because the, the word cell is cellular, right? So yeah. it's because it got smaller. Uh, uh, but then my mom tells me they had the brick. <laughs> that, that, those were the first cell phones. They were yeah, like yeah. Uh, what, what, like twelve inches long, big. <laughs> and, then, and then you had a huge antenna. <laughs> you yeah. had to like call with that. Oh uh, but anyways, um, back then, like you, you wouldn't have uh, like your phone to actually or a tablet to actually see it hitting your room. Yeah. You actually had to either go if you had a TV. At least for me, you were part of the rich kids. Having a TV in your own room, that was like, whoa. That's like, it. That's, that's yeah. Having a TV is the definition of like flexing yeah, in, like, a, in your school. Like, I remember one of my neighbors, he, he had like a TV, a Mickey Mouse TV. 
Oh. And I was like, whoa, dude, your dad buys your dad? Yeah, I have a Mickey Mouse TV. And I was like, no way. <laughs> that's still it, that, that's still kind of cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the kids now who are listening are saying like, no, no, you, you, you guys are lame. You guys, no, 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 no. You, you don't you don't understand, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. But yeah, anyways, um, I remember it was uh, on cable, TV cable. It wasn't even like, like it, it wasn't even like Netflix or TV Plus or something. No, like that. it was literally like a channel that you had to tune in on that time to and watch. And specifically, and if you didn't watch it, you had to wait either like for the next day or one whole week to watch it again. And uh, and unfortunately, like they didn't put the same episode. You had to wait almost like an entire, like a full season or something. A full right? season. If or you're maybe... if like if you're lucky and this show successful, then it'll rerun. It will rerun, or you could have to wait a year. Oh I remember, like uh, I watched one time an episode, and then I missed some parts in the Saturday morning, and then I couldn't watch it again. And then after like. I don't know how many years I watched it again. And I was like, finally, I can watch the episode again. Oh my God, dude. That is exactly how I felt when I, when I had to wake up every Saturday morning to watch Sonic X. Oh, son, no, Sonic X. I couldn't watch that. I watched <laughs> it in YouTube though. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. Like when I found out that all the episodes on YouTube, like maybe like a year or so later after I, I watched it on TV all the time. I was, oh, like, I found that I, was like, I was like, well, this was so easy now. <laughs> I, I, I found that out back in 2010. <laughs> that was for me that's how late i was <laughs> well yeah like it was like this is like before like you, i knew about like you knew about like streaming sites and stuff right or even oh like, yeah like i was totally ignoring i think i watched youtube like uh maybe i started watching youtube uh well like actually like 2006 for me yeah. at least but so, there wasn't really that interesting well, sometimes, I mean, like, I think sometimes you can still find, like, stuff. You can still find, like, shows or anime on YouTube. They would just be, like, split up into, like, different parts. Or, like, uh, music would be put over it for, like, copyright sake. That's just, wow, that's such an old way to go about this now. You so guys annoying. are, people, people, y'all these days are, you, you have it very, easy. you're very easy now. <laughs> no, <laughs> we had to yet. sacrifice a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, but anyways, going, going back with that, um... What Power Ranger influenced me? Like the one that started it all for me was uh, one that had animals, but it wasn't uh, Jungle Fury. It wasn't either. Uh, was it? Can I can I take a guess? Yeah, go go ahead. Wild Force. No, before that. Oh, before that, interesting. It wasn't Wild Force before wow. that. Uh, what was the, what's the one before Wild Force? Uh, uh, okay, yeah. oh, come on, come on, let come me, on. Wait, wait, hang on, let me list these out. Yeah, Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin, Zeo, Turbo, Zio. Alien Morphin, Alien, Alien, yeah, I forgot about that one. Alien, Zeo, Turbo, Turbo, uh, in space, in space, Lost, Lost Galaxy, Lost Galaxy, that one, Lost oh, Galaxy. How did I forget? They were animals, <laughs> they were, they was, were animals, yeah, what? they were, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no! Like, 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 like yeah, because like it was, yeah, yeah, because because Red Ranger was like a lion, and then like Green was like, so I think he was like a pterodactyl or something, or a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. He was a gorilla. Blue was a gorilla. Green was like some sort of bird. 
Oh my god! Uh, and then the yellow, I think he was like a, a cat, a cheetah, or something like I that. I think so. Oh my or god! Or is that Voltron? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. I th- I'm pretty sure one of them was like some sort of cat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so for me, in that one, that started it all. You know what? I oh, think- dude, I just, I, I, I totally. That was the same. That was actually like the one I watched the most too. <laughs> and uh, what? What else? What else? The one after, I think, is the best one that is built so far in my point of view. After uh, that. After. After after Galaxy came, uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Lightspeed Rescue. They had great story and drama. Oh, you know, you know, I, I think like I think besides that, people also really like the Time Force as well. I, time Force, the, that Time Force impacted me way a lot, like yeah. way way a lot. And and I think after that, uh, I was really sad start, because like they started yeah. repeating the themes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but then Disney, uh, well, actually, they started repeating the themes, but they put it different. Disney did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, and uh, I think the Disney era for me was uh, was uh, I think I guess the the spinoff will be uh, from Lightspeed Rescue will be SPD. Oh my God! Yeah, I told that's actually like. I was, I was going to say earlier that like there was a time where I fell out of Power Rangers for a while. It was mm-hmm. after Lost Galaxy. So I didn't know about Life, Lightspeed. I didn't know about Time Force. I knew a little bit about Wild Force, but then like oh, nothing. I, I knew a little bit, but then after that, I was just out of it for a while. And yeah, it wasn't until, yeah, it wasn't until like my, my brother, my, my brother started watching Power Rangers again. And I think that's when they joined in on. It was either Dino Thunder or Ninja Storm, like just when Disney was starting. That, that's the that's the era, like after uh, Saban. Yes, yes, that was the Disney era. Disney so then, era. like from there, I got I really got into Ninja Storm uh, and Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder. SPD. The, remember the, the 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 white, the white Ranger in Dino Thunder. Yes, oh, that was so he cool. was so cool. You know what else I really loved too? I really <laughs> loved that like the Black Ranger was Tommy from Mighty Morphin. No, 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 that was... Uh, no, Dino, Dino Thunder, Dino Thunder. Not the Thunder. Uh, Thunder. Black Ranger, Black yeah, Ranger. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I meant Dino Thunder, that the Black Ranger was Tommy. And I was like, Tommy is just the face of Power Rangers now. He's yeah, like the yeah. coolest guy ever. <laughs> and he's actually a martial artist. Like, yeah, he's was, actually a martial artist. So he's well, like, no, that was, the, so. that was the thing about a lot of the actors in Power Rangers. They're all legitimate martial artists. So it's like that's what like everyone's like who is who are these names? It's like no, they all have a background in some sort of like physical activity, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. Like except the nineties one, the guy was doing hip hop and inventing his own like martial arts style. <laughs> oh, yes. Hip hop. Oh wait, yeah, it was Zach, right? It was like well, I think you you used to do it. I think it was like you used to do that actual martial art, but he called it like hip hop keto. <laughs> hip hop keto or something like that. Yeah, yeah um what else was it um oh, yeah so yeah. for me for me uh, spd and then uh the one i think before i made uh, I, I met you and the other ones that influenced me to go to cosplay was um mystic force mystic i love mystic force <laughs> i think that was, the, force. that was the one i watched all the way through but mystic force the, the great thing about it they actually didn't shy away from darkness no because that's like, the whole part like, of it right it's it like basically magic themed right so yeah it was to. magic theme but they actually put very dark parts in the mystery there was something about like to do like about parenthood or something like that yeah yeah because <laughs> nick was like 
Nick's parents, right? Oh, like, you know the names, dude. Oh, wow. You're a oh, big yeah. I, 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 no, like, I, <laughs> I, I was really into Mystic Force. Yeah. So Nick, <laughs> Nick, the Red Ranger, right? Like his mom was the White Ranger. And then his dad was like the, that evil knight. Yeah, then, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, and then, because his dad was corrupted from the darkness. And I was like, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> it's great. But it was so cool in the same time because he, he will call like his horse. Yeah. And, and he will become a centaur and and like all these things. I was like, oh, and then the Red Ranger will get it. Like, now nah, I'm geeking out. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what else, too? Like, I thought it was extremely crazy because then like later on, right, he merges mm-hmm. with like the Phoenix and oh, has yeah, his armor. It's like, well, that's so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, dark. Uh, well, if we're talking about dark ones, uh, <sighs> what was it? Uh, time Force. Yeah, Time what Force they- was pretty. Yeah, that was not pretty. You know, I just, I just remembered. I remember in Time Force, I he was like, I think, I think they, were, I think they did this way that they connected Time Force and SPD. Mm-hmm. Was they that connect- the- yes, they connected, and I know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, one of one of the, the Time Force was one of the was the dad of like that was, blue ranger in spd yes was the dad of the blue ranger and, and i was like uh, and from for i remember the lore actually the spd team the, the time force team couldn't go back to to the future yeah so they stayed and they became the first generation of spd the time oh, force rangers that is so cool oh i wish so like i would have wished so much that they actually made at least one episode with the time for rangers like even if it were people in the mask yeah like not even showing their actual faces um but they if showed they... time for rangers actually having the emblem of spd and actually oh, going there that would have been so cool yeah i think spd also had the the coolest uh outfits oh my god also. no i love i think everything about spd just sounded so cool because it was just basically like it was like sci-fi police. Like what does sci-fi sound, police? Yeah, yeah exactly. what doesn't sound cool about what sounds doesn't sound cool. I love when they go into SWAT mode. I was like, how like how do you do that? How do you just come up <laughs> with the SWAT mode? Turn it even more cool and just like Oh, you know, the other thing about SCDA that was really cool was that mm-hmm. their headquarters turns into a megazord. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They turn into a megazord. And I was just like, how the heck do you come up with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah i'm just wondering like if the if there is a whole headquarters with hundreds of people in there like do do, do they go to certain rooms i think so, so i like, think i think i think when they showed it they basically put on this big warning sign for everyone in the building please head to wherever then they know they're safe and then when it transforms you know they don't they don't die or anything. <laughs> yeah, but, but the other thing, if the headquarters transform into a mega sword, that means they're putting the people inside in danger because, like, they, sometimes they will get hit. <laughs> yeah, all like, right. Like, what, what, what's going on with that? <laughs> like, but okay, I guess who else? Uh, I think another way they linked it in SPD LinkedIn to Time oh, Force. Wasn't was, it because the the Omega Ranger was like a time Omega. traveler? He's from the yes, future. Him. He's from the future. I think they linked in. They didn't mention it that, but I think because of the relationship of Time Force, yeah, maybe the Omega Ranger is actually from the Time Force era. Oh. That's not my theory. Maybe he's a Ranger from the actual Time Force era. 
I don't, I, yeah, maybe. I, I don't remember though. I got, I'm not, it makes me want to watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, like, well, if uh, we can re- get people to represent us, and maybe like we could do like Saturday nights or something like getting those reruns, oh like my watching God. all the stuff. Maybe I don't, I don't know if they had any of the series on one of the streaming sites. I don't know if Netflix had any of the Power Rangers or not. I think they have it. I think they have maybe, it. Like, maybe. Maybe. No, nowadays, like, Netflix almost owns it. They got everything. everything. If it's not Netflix, it's one of the other sites. It's one of the other streamers. For yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, good good stuff. But then afterwards, what they got, you showed me one time they actually took from Pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pirates. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Actually, yeah, that was the Reese. That was kind of, that was like for their 20th anniversary. So uh-huh. it was weird because in Japan, they had the one before that were like they were called tenshi so they were like angel power rangers and then the series after that was pirates so they were like pirate dude power i rangers. want to watch angel power rangers how that would work <laughs> right but in in us it was called um megaforce so the angel ones were megaforce and then when they the way they incorporated oh that's right like yeah, angels yeah. mega force super mega force yeah super like mega force is when they turn into like the pirates what yeah I it was wonder... super weird but it was just like yeah yeah i remember like i don't know if it's mega force or super mega force they can add any card from the previous generations yes, and transform into them super super mega force they had this big like fire holy thing and it had like figures of like each of the rangers so they could transform into that Oh my god, that's so confusing. I think they ran out of ideas, so they had to mix them. I up. think they just. I think. I think it was because they couldn't follow the Japanese one, because mm-hmm. the Japanese one originally starts with the Angel Pirates and the. It's not Angel Pirate. Angel Power Rangers and the Pirate Power Rangers. They're separate groups, and they actually met teamed up to defeat a stronger force, and then from there is when all of the Power Rangers, like literally the like other ones not just people that they summon out it's like their actual physical bodies come from places and they all come to for this fight whereas opposed to like Whoa. mega whereas opposed to super mega forest i think they did a thing with like pulling powers and they kind of did something similar to it where mm-hmm. they all come out but it's like well that's 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 pretty cool that's actually yeah. pretty cool like to actually well if they wanted to end the actual series of uh, of power rangers i think that's a great uh, yeah. big ending that's that's what we all thought because it was like for our 20th anniversary that was like the best way you could have ever ended it so mm-hmm. i was surprised when they said they're still continuing i mean i, I guess i, I yeah I, mean, I don't know like i mean why wouldn't they it's probably a huge money maker but it's just like yeah. i just i just thought that at Me- super mega force was like the perfect ending for like the mm-hmm. u.s for u.s power rangers mm-hmm. i know japan can do its own thing and they, no, could it, they could they could even continue it but like uh, in one way uh, they could make a total fresh fresh restart mm-hmm. like they maybe well, like the a future- like a reboot like a reboot, like and to actually give it good to these new regi- generations because Sabian actually took the old style and they put it in, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like those, uh, well, those were the times Saturday night cartoons. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that was it wasn't Saturday nights. That was like Saturday Friday. Saturday morning or something or. Well, Saturday mornings, yes, but for me, a lot of the times when I saw Power Rangers, they were around like seven or eight, 
And if uh, I wanted to watch back to back in the in the in the TV channel that I had back then, uh, it had to be around nine or ten. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I get you. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I pray to God <laughs> that that my father doesn't listen to this, <laughs> or else he's gonna be like, "Roll, uh, remember the chancleta? Uh, there is one that I owe you." <laughs> I'll be uh, like, Diosito mío, por favor, protégeme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, protect me. <laughs> well, with that, I think huh? we're on a good... <laughs> well, with that being said, I think it's a good way to... I think we're good to <laughs> end this episode here. <laughs> <laughs> with a blessing. A yes, bless y'all. <laughs> yes. If dad finds out, then God knows what's going to happen next. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's hold that fatigue. It is with us. <laughs> but uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah um uh so thank you again for another episode everybody then this came from being actually i think this episode is like the masked episode because we started with that funk there were masked robots we ended up with power rangers they were whoa, masked what a, people whoa coincidence i think not illuminati <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Ah, damn it, I forget the symbol. Oh, there. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, with that being said. <laughs> okay, you want to do the outro, Tony? Yeah, alrighty. Alright. Uh, thank you again, everybody. Uh, tune in for next episode. We'll, we'll see you next time. Alright, everyone. Goodbye, and see you all. Take care, and live well. One more time. Ha <laughs> ha